Hello, and welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions, and I'm excited to have our guest on today. Main reason is he's got a freaking, a really freaking cool, like, nickname, so to speak. So, and it's just a really cool first and last name, to be honest. I'm going to have him say his last name because I don't. I think I would just butcher it. But <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about her. Her is a, a thought leader in everything pricing and how companies use pricing to drive higher growth, sales volumes, and profits. He is a sought-after speaker for various conferences, and he appears regularly on podcasts and business radio shows. On top of that, he also routinely gets quoted in the financial and the business press for all of the amazing diamonds that he's dropping. His new book, The Price Whisperer, A Holistic Approach to Pricing Power, is available at booksellers nationwide and online. Please help me welcome him to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. What's going on, Barry? Thank you, Shai. Very, um, very, very nice introduction. Um, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so for the audience, say your full name for us. Yeah, well, um, that will be Per Schofors. And you're originally from? I'm Swedish from Stockholm. Swedish. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Well, I'm excited because not everybody can necessarily call themselves the price whisperer, which in and of itself, I think is pretty amazing. So how in the world did you even become the price whisperer? <laughs> Well, the, the the nickname um I got actually from um I was part of a um a a networking group here in, in Los Angeles and um we were a few hundred people that met every Saturday. And um and and um instead of somebody came up with the idea of calling me the price whisperer as opposed to the pricing guy. So okay. <laughs> and 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 and, uh, and that stuck, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it has a nice ring to it. <laughs> yes, and it's certainly easier to certainly easier to find me if you if you Google the price whisper than trying to spell my name. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, and just kind of stuck. So, what is it about pricing that people should be considering uh, when they're when they're mm-hmm. you know approaching it and looking at the pricing of their programs and their packages and you know their offerings to the world? Well, if you think about this, um, for, profits drives every company. Mm-hmm. If you don't have profits, eventually you don't have a company, right? <laughs> because, um, you, you know, if investors going to get tired of you not pr- being profitable and, and yeah, you, you know, the company is either going to die or be sold. Um, and um, the resulting profit of any company comes from only three variables, you know? It's very simple. It's the total cost of the operation. Mm-hmm. It is uh, the total sales volume or whatever you sell. And it's the price of whatever you sell. Mm-hmm. And if you if you look at for the average company, I do something I call the 1% challenge. And um, imagine that you change one of these three variables, just a single percent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what happens here on profitability for the average company, and of course, no company is average, right? But if you think about it for an average company, um, if you can increase your sales volume for the average company, profitability goes up with 3.5%. If you can decrease your cost with 1%, profitability goes up with 5.5%. 
But if you can increase your price with 1% or reduce your discount with 1%, profitability goes up 11.3%, right? Really? So it has the highest leverage. Now, um, two things to take, take away from this. First off, companies are spending enormous amount of resource and money and effort on increasing sales volume and decreasing cost. Mm -hmm. And pricing is often an afterthought, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, uh, and it has the highest leverage, right? Now, the, the other thing to, to think about is, I said I call this the 1% challenge. Yeah. And I'm asking the audience here, have you ever failed to change something 1%? Ever? No. No, Usually it's haven't. a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, 1% is nothing. And, and if, if, if you're like an average company, you, 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 you change your pricing with 5%, right? Mm -hmm. And suddenly you, um, your, your profit goes up with about 50%. Wow. Yeah. Now, why is it that people want to go the other way and like decrease expenses or increase volume versus wanting to change the pricing? Is there like a, an emotional response to it? Is there like, oh, am I pricing myself out of the market? What, what's yeah. coming up for people? I, I speak to a lot of CEOs and, and uh, the, the typical uh, feedback I'm getting is, is that, um, um, you know, is that, if we increase our prices with just 1%, we're going to lose 80% of our business. No, yeah. you're not. Right. So, and, and, and another very typical uh, feedback I'm getting is, is, um, is that we haven't dared to change our prices now for seven years. And, seven years? Wow. And, and, and now we have to, otherwise we're not profitable anymore. Right. right. Well, because I mean, cost of living alone and mm -hmm. everything else is increasing. Yeah, exactly. So it would logically make sense yeah. to go and, with it. And if you think about it, um, um, you know, you, you, you spend three or four years in business school and you learn a lot about process. You learn a lot about marketing. You learn a lot about all different things. You know. Pr price, yeah. yeah. And pricing is an afternoon, right? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> You're right. Nobody talks about the pricing. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like a simple thing. We're like, okay, just increase your prices. But mm -hmm. is there like a science to increasing the prices and, oh, and adjusting it? It's um, <clears throat> prices. Prices are optimized. Uh, and optimization here, you can optimize prices for maximum sales volume, or you can optimize prices for maximum revenue or for maximum uh, profitability. Those are different price points. And um, it is possible to, um, to research and we do willingness to pay research and actually find out these points with great accuracy. Mm. And, and, and then setting the prices right, it takes 30 seconds, right? You pick one of these, you know, max, sometimes you want maximum sales because you want to leverage the, um, uh, the, the, the network effect. Sometimes you want maximum profitability because that gives you more resource for market development, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, even you, you maximize your profits, you can hire better people because they're right. going to be more expensive. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and and <clears throat> so you have those two points. And then, of course, you may want to find some points that's sort of in the middle, you know, that, uh, that makes have a high sales volume but also high high revenues, right? 
but maybe a little less profits. So mm -hmm. it's all it's all about data and all about um, understanding the the, um, the the way that customers to a company make their buying decisions. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes and, a lot of sense. And and <clears throat> most companies do this mistake in that they speak to customers only. They don't speak to their market. Right? Say more about that. Well, um, the the <clears throat> let me illustrate this with with with, with a story, right? Um, say that you you you're there on the on the car dealer lot, and and um, you're about to buy a new car, right? Um, for whatever reason, um, you 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 feel that if they actually have it in my selected color, I'm willing to pay a little bit more, right? Do you say that to the car salesman? No. What you say is that, oh, you have the model I want, and you, uh, if you happen to have it in the color I want, and you knock another two thousand off the price, I'll buy it. Mm -hmm. And and this is this is what companies hear, you know, um, from when they speak to their customers. And and there's a term in sales, you know, buyer liar, right? <laughs> um, and obviously, I'm I'm. Not everybody does this, right? But many do. Mm -hmm. um, and certainly almost all buyers withhold information that they think would be valuable for the seller, right? Yeah. Um, because they want more for their money next time they go back and buy from the same seller. Right. This, yes. Human yeah. behavior. Yeah. So you know? then by instead of asking the the customers you're saying go to the market mm -hmm. and how is that a little bit different well the market includes those that are, that are actual buyers of, of of the product or service that the company sells um it includes the it, in, it includes those that knows about the company uh but haven't bought right mm -hmm. and it includes it include people who um never heard of the company but could be company uh, um, customers if yeah. they knew it and if the company had a value proposition that um, uh, that worked for for those strangers and, mm -hmm. and the price that um, that that uh, that these strangers would accept got it okay yeah. that, I, I think I'm tracking with you now mm -hmm. um, however I would love to hear a couple of other stories from you if we could just switch gears slightly so here we run and produce events we like to see behind the scenes like what's behind the curtain yeah. and I have a little bit of knowledge that you've gone from you've taken companies go from zero to 15 20 30 beyond million mm -hmm. dollars in mm -hmm. like two or three years yes would you share with us like when you come into a company or when you used to do that, like, what do you do? What do you look at? How are you helping them grow so fast in a couple well, of years to millions of dollars? Well, um, it, it is, <laughs> it's always been the, 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 the same methodology, to be honest. And, and um, it has always been focused on a, understanding the true value proposition of, of your company, which is really difficult, right? Mm -hmm. It is very difficult to understand why somebody buys. And there's a, there is a whole academic field uh, called behavioral economics that talks about this, right? Mm -hmm. 
And, and in fact, um, we are standing on the shoulders of three Nobel Prize winners, and we take their academic research and make them make it practical, right? So, um, so it's all about um, understanding the true reason why people wants to want to buy, mm -hmm. um, and um, and uh, and then train the salespeople to deliver that, right? That value proposition. Because if you look at sales training is almost always about taking a prospect through the funnel mm -hmm. and then use discounting to close the deal at the end, right? Mm -hmm. It is not about how, how, how you develop, sorry, how you deliver that value proposition in a way that the buyer believes you, hmm. right? Yeah. And, and, and you do, <laughs> you do that by, by, um, by a whole series of rhetoric questions, right? Because what you as a seller tells the buyer, they hardly believe, if believe at all, right? But if they, they, they themselves come to that same conclusion, they believe themselves. Yes, right. So questions is the key, right? And, and, and obviously um, salespeople, need to be trained on doing this. This is, this is not something that you just go out and learn in five minutes, right? <laughs> it's very complicated and it's very difficult. And the, 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 the stellar salespeople, they, know, they, they, have the, um, they have the ability to do this from, from scratch, so to speak. And, and those that are not so stellar is, is never gonna learn it. Really? Yeah, okay. it's very hard. So you you go in and you start taking a look at like is it clear whatever our value proposition is and then so that's probably like the first step and then from there it's delivered throughout the organization and especially in the sales team on how they're delivering that value proposition so that the customer or the potential client is going oh I I'm leaning into this yes. this is what I need and I kind of came up with it so. Um... Um, do we have time for a story? Yeah. So about a month ago, um, I, me and my wife was over in London for a, um, for a little vacation, right? And, um, and as we checked into our hotel, the, um, uh, the receptionist said, and do you want breakfast? It's only going to be 17 pounds a, a, a day, right? And um, Every purchase decision is made in context with references. Mm -hmm. So uh, <clears throat> we thought to ourselves, I mean, we go to a hotel, many hotels, certainly cheap hotels here in the US, and the breakfast you get is awful coffee in a styrofoam cup and some very sweet roll in, in, a, um, in, a, um, in a little plastic bag, right? Yeah. So that was the reference that popped up in our heads because... The seller didn't provide a reference. Mm -hmm. The only information we had was the price. Mm -hmm. had, had, had the receptionist said, um, it either described it in one way or even better, having some pictures on it, you know, so we could see. Mm -hmm. Now, after three or four days, uh, we had sort of exhausted all the local cafes, you know, and we said to ourselves, how bad can it be for 17 pounds? And it was probably among the best breakfast I've ever had, right? Yeah. It was, 
it was um it was you know the like selection full English was, breakfast type of thing yeah it was it was it, i mean the selection was stellar oh my goodness. the the quality was unbelievable the the service was impeccable right and of course the breakfast room um or breakfast restaurant whatever you want to call it was almost empty because they didn't show exactly. the exactly exactly wow yeah, yeah. So, but it's so ahead. simple so so companies needs to have a process where they make sure that they deliver the value proposition at the same time as you deliver the price mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and if you look at how the 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 take all the SaaS companies of the world you know you go in and you buy something online and there's no salesperson involved right mm-hmm. so um, and, and almost all companies do this the wrong way, right? You typically have a good, better, best, right? Yeah. And yeah. you start with a price, and then you have a list of features below, right? But think about how we read. We read left to right, top to bottom. Yeah. Right. So that means that the way this should be done is that you should first have the list of features and functions, and then you should have the price. So you actually know what you're buying. Right. Okay. Um, Secondly, you should always start with the most expensive price, not the cheapest one, because that means that um, that sets a reference. So in your mind sets a reference so that the lower prices further to the right becomes more affordable. Mm, mm-hmm. gosh and, that right there is just gold for everybody yeah, i mean yeah. even if you're just looking at your sales pages um, if you're creating an event right mm-hmm. like and it's for a ticket or it's an upsell or what have you that right there is beautiful thank you we, we did um this is a few years ago we just rearranged the website of a a company that does a, uh, they have a trade show here. I'm in Los Angeles, so this is down in Anaheim. And um, in one week, they got another 100K. Just by switching around the website. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, okay. I think one, a couple of more questions for you. Um, I mentioned uh, when we first started that you published a book. Yes. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's here. It's called The Price Whisper. Um, the, the subtitle is actually more important than the title. Uh, and the, the subtitle is A Holistic Approach to Pricing Power. Mm. And, and pricing power is, is a term that Warren Buffett um, coined in, a, in an interview with, with the feds about 10, 12 years ago, um, when he said that the main criterion for buying a company or investing in a company is if they have pricing power. And then he continued to say, and pricing power means the ability to increase prices without losing sales volume. Say that again. The ability to increase prices without losing sales volume. That's pricing power. And and the book is all about... um, that you need to realize that everything you do in the company affects how you can price, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How you market, how how well your product or service fits the needs of the market, the sales channels and methodologies you use, and 
um, you know, if you have if you have salespeople and the, and they start showing up late for sales meetings, it's that's not going to work, right? Yeah. Um, so everything you do in your company, um, and can I give you another example? Sure. Um, a couple of years ago, I, I decided I should, um, I, again, it's personal here. I decided I should <clears throat> buy one of these um, uh, uh, blood pressure monitors, right? So I went on Amazon and I saw one that had looked okay, you know, and for reasons I don't remember, but I, I, I continued to scroll a couple of pages, right? And suddenly I saw the exact same product, same pictures, different brand, right? But it was obviously the same product. Now, one was like, I don't know, 16, 18 bucks. The other was 25. What is the difference then? Well, the, 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 the cheap ones had uh, a description that obviously was um, generated by Google Translate or whatever from, uh, from, from Chinese, you know? Yeah. So um, it, 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 it wasn't perfect to say that. Um, the, the, the second one though, had a, a very well-crafted uh, description and marketing message and value statement and so forth, right? And, and clearly, Many people will buy the cheaper one of those two, right? If they have the option. Right. But the second company are making all the money. Right. Well, they're four dollars more. Well, more actually. There's like six or eight dollars more. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, so I think it was 16 versus 25. Okay. Um, and and um and um so there's a choice there. And maybe, in fact, it is the same seller who has the same product with two different brands. Yeah. So I, I guess the ones that if you're like, oh, well, this is only, you know, this much more. It, but it, the value proposition is something that I trust. Yes, correct. Yeah. But that's what the brand is. A brand is a, um, is a, is a, is a promise of consistency, right? And, um, and, and value. And <clears throat> I mentioned behavioral economics, and it has been found that our, when we make our purchase decision, our perceived risk of making the wrong decision mm. is 2.25 times stronger than our expected benefit of the said uh, purchase, right? Mm -hmm. And that means that that's why advertising works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially that's why branding and brand advertising works because it, it, it delivers a level of trust. That's also why guarantees works, right? Um, because it, it mitigates that fear a buyer have of making the wrong decision. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know you could you could go on forever on I this. Can go on you know, forever. they can definitely like I think the book is a great next best step. Mm -hmm. But um you how do people like stay in touch with you or if they want to, you know, have you talk to them more about what it is that you're doing and how you can support them? How do they stay in touch with you? Well, the the, the easiest way is just do a Google search for the price whisper. You're mm -hmm. gonna get tens of thousands of hits. Yeah. Um, you're going to find my book. You're going to find I have a whole slew of guides that I've developed. Um, I have a YouTube channel. I have a TikTok channel. Um, 
I um, I've written a lot of stuff. Um, I have a master class in pricing that people can take. Okay. And um, that master class is, is 19 video episodes. Um, and um, each episode is about 15 to 20 minutes. And it's everything there is to know about pricing. Beautiful. Absolutely. So everything. On that master class, um, mm -hmm. do you actually have a gift for our audience? Yeah, um, we do have... Um, uh, we do have a, um, uh, I have a discount code that, that we can distribute when you, when you distribute the recording of this, this interview. So uh, yeah. give you 20% discount on it's, it's only 95 bucks, but uh, you still get a, a, a discount on it. If you, if you'd like to, to, to watch it. Perfect. So we'll go ahead and put the link to the masterclass as well as give you the discount code so you can uh, go ahead and take a look at all of those different videos and, and hours of just knowledge that you can utilize. Just like we just probably touched a little bit of it here. Yes. So yes, just, a little bit. just the percentages and, and those little tweaks and adjustments, I think, definitely can support people moving forward. Yes. So before I let you go, what would you say is a takeaway or memorable note that you would like to leave our audience with today? Oh, I think that that's very simple. It is go and increase your prices, right? If it doesn't work, you can put them back again where they were, right? Yeah. If it does work, um, you make more money. And, um, and, and it, it, it's something as simple. I mean, somebody listen to this, they can have it done in the next hour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Well, yeah. beautiful. Thank you, Para, for being with us today. And thank you all for listening on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm super excited for you to take the lessons that you learned here today because they were vast. Um, start implementing them and creating even more impact in your own world. Until next time, have an amazing, outstanding rest of your day. Take care. Thank you so much, Shai, for the time. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.